Welcome to Right to Life in Michigan's Life Beat. I'm your host today, Chris Gast. Back up to full strength today with Anna Plymert and Grace Hemmeke. Ladies, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Hello. Uh, we're doing a feature today, and our feature is going to be about parental consent. I know that we have been talking about it, it seems like, for two years straight now, but we're starting to get to that stage where we absolutely need to address it because, uh, as we mentioned in our podcast last week, there are little trial balloons being floated in the Capital News Services with uh, abortion organizations and legislators support abortion talking about getting rid of Michigan's parental consent law. So first, I thought we'd talk just a little bit about, you know, the history of how we got the law, uh, some statistics, uh, talk about its impact, and then uh, go from there. So Roe versus Wade got rid of parental consent laws even i mean there were no there were not really a great many states where abortion was even legal but with roe versus wade came uh the fact that children were able to get abortions in secret for any reason without any parental input and it took uh several states trying to get parental consent laws uh, those laws tried to work their way up through the court system they were getting smacked down it wasn't really until 1992 that the U.S. Supreme Court in Planned Parenthood versus Casey finally sort of said a, with a blanket statement that, yes, parental consent laws are acceptable. Uh, in Michigan, we actually got, we're in, able to get in a little bit before that. So in 1990, um, the governor was not willing to sign parental consent legislation, so we did a citizen initiated legislative uh, petition drive, went around the state, uh, collected hundreds of thousands of signatures in a very short time, uh, presented it to the legislature, and in Michigan with our kind of quirky citizen-initiated uh, legislation system, uh, we had broad majorities in the Michigan House and Senate voted for it, and so in 1990, Michigan enacted our parental consent law. Uh, it's had a huge impact. Um, just so we're clear about what the law says, so if you're under 18 in Michigan and you want to get an abortion, you either have to have A, parental consent, or B, you have to go to a judge and have the judge rule that you are mature enough to make that decision on your own. A teen, a minor teen, just can't walk into an abortion facility and get an abortion in secret. So in 1990, before that law went into effect, in Michigan, uh, for women under 18, there were 3,820 abortions. Uh, and that's with 36,000 abortions uh, overall in the state. So we're talking, you know, more than 10% of abortions in Michigan were on minor teens. And these were generally without parental consent, and in many cases without even parental knowledge. Fast forward to today in 2021, there are 30,000 abortions in the state and only 683 were on minor teens. Now, you know, some of that is just the way demographics are different uh, when kids are engaged in uh, sex and, you know, contraceptives and sex education you know, smartphones, there's there's a million different things that go into why some of that number is a lot smaller. But 
uh, a big reason is our law. You look at back in 1995, after the law went into effect, you know, that 3,800 figure was down to 2,800. So that's 1,000 abortions just right there, just be because that, you know, abortion facilities prey on women. They don't really care if they're making an informed decision or not. And if a 16-year-old walks in, they're going to just rush them through an abortion. They're not going to sit there and talk them through it and involve their parents meaningfully. So, you know, if we get rid of our parental consent law in Michigan, we're going to have more abortions, A. And then B, there's going to be a lot of parents who don't even know that their grandchild, uh, their grandchild's life was taken in an abortion facility. And then... The kids, because they are kids under 18, caught in between, are going to be making decisions without really any meaningful input other than the salesperson at the abortion facility trying to push, especially if they get rid of the 24-hour waiting period too, just trying to push them through as fast as possible. I can't really imagine that any state leaders who are trying to get this repeal um, of the parental consent law, I can't imagine that any of them would want to see more teen abortions or minor abortions, right? Like they wouldn't, they wouldn't want to see that. They wouldn't be promoting it. And essentially, there's no way arguing that if you got rid of it, there would be more. Well, you got to remember how they're going to frame it. It wouldn't be more teenage abortions it would be expanding abortion access and right. since the abortion lobby is one of the keys that lets somebody get into office on that particular platform if you know Planned Parenthood says candidate X voted to expand abortion access mm -hmm. then that whole demographic that is pro-abortion we way more likely to vote for them I mean their argument is that abortion is good and it should be easy and anybody of any age that wants to get one for any reason, no questions asked, should be able to. So I don't think they're going to say that, but I mean, given the fact that in Michigan, legally, there's nothing stopping a teen from going through with it without parental consent. You know, they have to go through a judicial bypass decision, but, you know, abortion facilities we know from experience have select judges that they can shop around to and they coach them through the process so uh, unless the child is truly not capable of making a mature decision in which case you absolutely should not support them making any decisions right um then yeah they want those women who maybe don't want to go through the uh, process or you know they get told that there's a process and then they have second thoughts uh, yeah, they want to exp increase the number of teen abortions. Otherwise, there's no reason to change the law because a teen can get an abortion in Michigan right now. And as we just said, almost 700 do every year. I just, I don't know, it makes me, it makes me wonder why we have parental consent for anything then. Well, I don't think you need to explain this to anybody. I mean, right. uh, it... I remember, so I, in school, for my senior year, I think, of high school, I accidentally, like, oh, I didn't do it, but they messed up my 
school schedule and they gave me a class I already did. So they took it off and they didn't have anything to fill it with and I didn't need the credit. Um, so I was basically the high school nurse's assistant for the first hour of school in the morning. Mm -hmm. That was an interesting position. It was mostly kids just complaining about things and whatnot, but you couldn't just, I couldn't just hand that kid, you know, medication. You can't go into a school and give them anything. They can't go on a permission. They can't go on a school trip yeah, on a school bus but, without parental permission. But that permission. doesn't make me think that it's this. I don't know. That isn't. I don't think that's because they are so. They respect parents so much that they want them to decide their those things for their kids. I think it's because they don't want to be held liable if something happens, which I guess would make sense for abortion clinics because they wouldn't be held liable anyway because no one is keeping track of this and no one is actually upholding the laws. So I guess, it, I guess it does make sense if you put it in terms of they don't actually care about parental consent and want parents to choose what they want for their kids. They care about being held responsible if something bad happens. That's true. I mean, you think about other things like it. right now they're trying to pass legislation. I would say it's not 100% correlation, but the same people who are trying to get rid of parental consent are also trying to make sh to ban marriage under the age of 18. I think because in Michigan, I, is it 16? You can yeah. do it with you do with, it with a parent. parental permission, um, and they're trying to get rid of that. So, like the the other side on this obviously respects the idea that um, parents should be meaningfully involved in their children's lives. It's just their higher need of we don't want an unwanted human being in this world is way higher than their respect for parental rights. And I think, frankly, to be honest, um, and not that there's nothing to this, but, you know, a teen is not really well equipped to be a parent, mm -hmm. um, even though we have a multitude of institutions, like especially if they have to actually interact with their parents, their parents can be a good help. Uh, we have adoption as an option. There's a lot of community support services that exist to help women in this situations, and there could always be more and a greater commitment to it. But in their mind, I mean, really, anyone under the age of 30 having a kid is just not good in their general in their mindset. Mind. Okay. They think that, um, you know, young, they think that. You know, having a child in, in a lot of ways, um, unless you have a perfect circumstance lined up behind it, um, is, you know, the end of your life. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a big change to your life, but, you know, I mean, I have four kids. Why do kids. they care so much life about what other people do, though? Well, Anna, they <laughs> say that it's all about what people choose, but when it gets right down to it, that's not actually how a lot of people operate. Because on other issues, they would not say it's not a person's choice. You know, it has to be rigidly controlled and regulated and, and whatnot. I mean, our basic standpoint is, you know, is twofold. One, for it's a matter of parental rights. So, you know, you have the right to direct your child's, uh, you know, growth because you are more interested and more responsible than society as a whole. I mean, that's the entire theory we have, why we don't have children raised by the, the entire village or town. Um, 
And the fact that a child could go and have a medical procedure without proper informed consent that they are incapable of understanding on a long-term basis, um, you know, it's just a gross violation of parental rights. And then two, for the actual, you know, a 16-year-old girl involved, um, I mean, we believe that having the baby and giving the baby up for adoption uh, maybe in most cases is the goal or the, the favorable outcome. Uh, but in any case, you know, that 16-year-old is not going to understand the implications of not just, you know, the procedure itself and the risks and her health risks that come with it, but, you know, the implications of having an abortion and spending the rest of her life, you know, living with that decision and, you know, having to think back and I was 16, I wasn't even equipped to make that decision. And yet I did that, you know, and if they get their way in the laws repealed, then the fact that I, in a panic, called up the abortion facility and they whisked me in in a couple of hours and out without any counseling or meaningful conversation on it. So. See, you said something a second ago about how we're aware that villages and general communities don't raise children parents do and what i think we're seeing from the pro-abortion side is exactly the opposite i think it's an atomization of people um you see that with their language of my body my choice but now they're starting to apply that to children and saying that they're as much a human being as their parents which is true absolutely true and then extending that logic and saying they should be able to have the full range of choices and responsibilities that their parents have, which is definitely not true. I mean, we don't let small children run into traffic just because it's their body and their choice. Any parent who stands by and watches that happen would be terribly negligent. Right. I mean, our entire legal system, uh, our entire educational system, and... uh, a host of other things are set up on the idea that a, a child is not capable of making a fully informed choice and that there should be people there in their lives to help guide them. And, you know, they take away this law. The only person that's going to be in that child's life is a, a completely uninterested person at the abortion facility who financially oh, benefits. Chris, from. they are interested. They're, they <laughs> do counseling and they want to see the best for that girl counseling yeah counseling yeah heavy heavy quotes there (laughs) um you know even with parental consent and 24-hour waiting period and and informed consent you know they don't get counseling you know if you you look at Planned Parenthood's numbers and they do you know 350 plus thousand abortions a year and then you know, a, a thousand to two thousand adoption referrals, and you know, I really doubt that if they actually gave proper counseling, and even if they were totally neutral, or even if they said adoption was as good as abortion or whatever, if they were not trying to sell abortions, the ratio would not be, you know, three hundred abortions to one adoption. But that's that's how they operate. I think that too. That's something that you know in the debate. Um, over this law, and we're going to see how far the other side's going to be willing to push it. Because, um, you know, again, we saw in Proposal 3, they pulled back 
uh, you know, they're floating this trial balloon out here right now. And I mean, it got some pushback even from the media just in terms of, you know, the articles they ran were like, well, you said you weren't going to do it. And then their response was, well, it's complicated. <laughs> their response was technically we technically this isn't because of proposal three. It's not connected. Mm -hmm. Not connected. Not connected. Now it's easier to repeal a law than go through multi-year court challenge. But anyway, um, you know, they, they are going to not at all think about, well, what's the practical experience going to be for women going into abortion facilities now? That's going to be totally ignored. And they're just assuming, again, that, you know, abortion facilities are just this nice place. I don't think anyone is assuming that. Well, they want, I think they want it, people to assume it. That's why Planned Parenthood holds themselves out who, as a health care provider. Right. Anyone who, I mean, I thought you meant the legislators. I oh, don't think no, they're no, assuming no. that. No. I mean, legislators, I mean, they know. They want people to think well, they that. Well, they want these girls to have abortions is really what the story is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, like, a, a, now, we would prefer that no abortions would be legal, but the almost perfect compromise you could come up with is a parental consent law with a judicial bypass feature, which is exactly, exactly what, what we, we have already. And if a minor teen is truly well-informed and mature enough, there's nothing at all stopping them from having an abortion. You know, it's interesting the other side says, well, this judicial bypass feature, you know, they have to go up in front of a judge, and that's yeah, kind of a hard thing. And it's, it's like, scary. boy, what a perfect way to demonstrate one's maturity. Exactly. You know, and it's not really They're hard. They're just a scary little you just girl. Have they to go can't up go up there in front of that. a judge and just say that, oh, yeah, I'm mature and have a conversation. It's not I don't like. I think you have to say I'm mature. I think you literally just have to. Well, yeah, it's just it's basically a conversation and a, a basic interview, you know. And, you know, interviews are scary, but every adult has to not every adult, but, you know, experiences job interviews, you know. People do scary things well, all the time in the course of life. if they're able to go get an life. abortion, then they should be able to go through that in you know, an interview. Right. I mean, every time I publicly speak, it's scary, not just for the people listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared right now. No. Um, it, but, yeah, I mean, that's their argument is these, these girls are not equipped to go through a mature legal process, but they are equipped to make it. Again, I mean – we can parse words and arguments is they think that women, they think that girl is better off having an abortion than not. And this is their way of making sure it happens. They don't actually care. No, I should take that back. They obviously care about um, the girl. They just, they are pretending it's about choice when they are substituting their own judgment almost as a parent instead of the parents who have the legal and moral right to do that. Yeah, parents limit choices. That's a that's a good thing. There are some choices we don't want kids to have. Abortion so being it, one of them. In terms of parents, obviously the legislators are going to keep figuring out if people would support this, which if they keep looking at the media, then yeah, they're going to think that everyone supports it, when in reality, I'm pretty sure that majority does not support it we have polls two-thirds don't super majorities right so they're gonna have to come up with ways 
to get the pro-abortion parents who want parental consent on their side, mm. along with a couple pro-life parents. I don't know. They have the votes. They just do it, and they don't care. They're that's gonna, one option. And then you think people will forget about it and not vote them out? Maybe. Entirely possible. But the, I think the reason they haven't done it is because they do, they are, there is a f- level of fear there that they have. Because, uh, you know, as we've seen with other issues with parents that are not really our issue, I mean, that's in the news everywhere. And you see, like, revolts in practically in some areas when uh, between schools and school boards and parents. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as it should be, you know, parents' primary responsibility is to protect their children. I mean, that's why we have parental rights because they are going to be the one to do it. You know, they're doing a story right now um, in the news about how Michigan CPS, Child Protective Services, is like failing and mm-hmm. children are dying. Um, you know, th- the government is not equipped to be the parent. You right. know, legislators are, uh, you know, state senator who's very opinionated about abortion is not equipped to be the parent to 3,000 children. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they, and here's the thing, like, why? Like, so the news story today, like CPS, like actual children are dying. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of children have died under the care of Child Protective Services. And that's a basic bedrock duty of the state you know to prevent yeah. children from being harmed by adults so instead of investing and spending time fixing that or you know they want to talk about foster care instead of spending time you know addressing foster care systems and improving that instead of all of these really obvious problems that children are actually dying and suffering in you know in their minds that pales in comparison to the idea that a child at you know 16 or 17 can't have an abortion even though they there still are hundreds of girls doing that in Michigan every year yes yeah, so i think we can we can see from michigan's falling population numbers that the state's not equipped to be a parent because they have no vested interest in the next generation growing up morally growing up financially responsible growing up in any way other than that they vote a certain direction that is the only vested interest the state would have in the next generation other than you know various economic reasons to keep the population happy and large but parents have the interest of like they see their house you have your family there are very specific very personal reasons to make your children grow up wisely Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's that's a poor sense to make your children grow up with some sense of responsibility to use the resources they have well the state doesn't have that no if anything they have an interest from i mean more cps agents can get hired if there's more children in child protective services i mean not that they have that the forefront of their minds but but yeah, there is no, I mean, economically, morally, there's no real incentive other than achieving a broad statistical end result. And in their minds, that's their broad statistical end result is they think every single girl under the age of 18 who's pregnant should have an abortion for their own good. And so if we need to eliminate parental rights, we need to, you know, 
Uh, you know, I, I just don't get it from the parents' perspective. Like well, as a parent, let me uh, let me inform you. No, I, I get it. I obviously get it, and I understand it. But even from a parent who supports abortion, maybe they voted for Proposal 3, they love Planned Parenthood, whatever, they use their services. Say you have, your, you have a daughter and she gets pregnant and you support abortion. Wouldn't you want to still know that she's getting one and be there for her and support her and go with her and know about it? So I'm just confused why, you know, you have the two sides in all of this always why one side is seems fine with getting rid of it when it's like if you're so supportive of it then you should be fine that your daughter is going to go get one i think it's because they are okay with abandoning the moral responsibility of being there in that situation like why why work if the state's going to work for you it's because the parents that are a positive influence on their kids and they don't get an abortion they think those parents are bad but you can't say that there's a lot of things you can say about people these days, but you can't say those parents are wrong and are bad. That's a tough thing to say publicly. Oh, you think you think those parents would feel like people are telling them that they're wrong or bad? No. So the pro-abortion legislators think parents who don't let their kids have abortions are bad. Right. Right. So that's why they want to do this. And that thinking extends to abortion-supportive parents. Oh no! I mean, they, in, their, in that case, they think those parents are great and they're 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 on the right track. Well, no. Why would the pro-abortive parents support a repeal of parental consent? Because uh, well, I, the, uh, some obviously don't. Because you look at the polls, and a lot of them think there should be parental consent. I'm but for the other ones, of them. but for the other ones, they would probably say that. Well, if I, you know, if I were that parent, I'd let, I'd tell them and help them get an abortion. So they probably think those parents are bad too. To the point where they're willing to give up the, the only some reason, of their rights. The only reason that you would oppose parental consent is because when you think that parents are abusing that authority to do bad things, right? That'd be the only reason. Because, again, they're not arguing to get rid of parental consent for, you know, getting tattoos or uh, parental consent for a lot of different things. The only areas they're trying to get it is in areas they think they know what the right thing for those people is to do. So the only reason that you oppose anyone these days, there's no one out there saying parents have zero rights mm -hmm. that I can hear. The only reason you oppose parental consent is because you believe those parents are doing bad things. And you don't have a right to do bad things. Right. Got it. Right. So those parents can lose their fundamental parental rights that have existed. Because they're since, doing bad things. Because yeah. they're doing bad things. But when we say abortion is not good, that then, you know, we're talking about completely. Two di different ar right. arguments. Well, we're talking about two different worldviews here. Yeah. But I mean. I don't know how you're ever going to make them see eye to eye. Well, I don't know that you are. But the bottom line is there's a lot of parents who do support abortion, who do support parental consent because, you know, they obviously right, see the, the polls, issues there. Yeah. And our message to those legislators should be, you know, listen to those own people on your side. Because, again, two thirds of the state, there's not a lot of things anymore that get, you know, almost 70 percent support in America, except for maybe that Nickelback is no good. But. Um, other than that, I mean, parental consent, I like Nickelback, by the way, I'm a contrarian, um, parental consent is about it, right? 
Now, there's a lot of things in the abortion issue that get that 70% that they don't like, but, you know, that's our yeah. argument is, I mean, this parents have rights, you know, children aren't equipped to make these decisions on their own. Having a parent involved is way better than, or a judge, a parent or a judge involved is going to lead to a lot better outcome than the person trying to sell the abortion at the abortion facility who probably doesn't even have to have a medical degree or psychology degree or anything. Well, and maybe they even care about that child, but they just don't want to spend time on counseling because then they're losing more clients that they could be going through quickly. Well, right. So, But on the note, I think I said this last week, to contact your legislators and let them know this is not a good idea, that you don't support them, and that elections have consequences. Even if you think, even if you know your legislator supports abortion, is endorsed by those, Planned Parenthood, especially, the, yeah, especially talk those. to them. Because if they're afraid to change the law, then that law will, if not enforced, will at least nominally remain in effect, and, in effect, and that's an important thing. Yes. All right, that's all the time we have for this special feature of Life Beat. Join us again next week, and have a wonderful weekend. Thank you.